Grant Cardone, Seth Godin, Kerwin Ray are just some of the famous names we haven't interviewed yet on our podcast, but today's guest has, and he's going to show us how to become a rock star podcaster. Jordan Paris is the host of Growth Mindset University podcast, ranked number three in the training category, and his company, Trend Up Media, helps businesses all over the world produce podcasts that help growth in both profit and influence. Good morning, Mr. Southall. If you're live on LinkedIn, chuck us a comment and Brennan, he'll answer it right here. Woo! Brennan is my friend and co-founder of Rich Films and will help you find the answers you're looking for. Brennan, we're at show 23 and we've learned loads over the last six months. Where do you see this going, my friend? I think this is a great way to produce a lot of helpful content very quickly. And uh, I find it really interesting, you know, how video and audio can work together and support each other as um, content types. And I think for us, you know, this show and, and podcast is you know, really valuable long-term and I think it's, it's very much a, a long-term strategy. And I'm super keen to learn more from Jordan. Yeah, look, uh, go ahead, put your handle into the LinkedIn post, Brennan, uh, sorry, uh, Jordan's uh, handle into the post. Let's get him and his uh, connections watching today's show as well. With tech barriers to creating a podcast lowered significantly in the last couple of years, many podcasters are now finding new audiences for their business through creating their own show. But as expected, there are many people concerned about the time it takes, the caliber of presenters, guests, audio quality, show content, and how to market and get it out there. If you have the chance, go and listen to Jordan Paris's Growth Mindset University podcast and you'll learn that having a one-stop podcast agency like his company, Trend Up Media, may just be your key to growth. Jordan has been able to produce outstanding results for himself and challenge others to rise above the circumstances, break the mold of what society deems acceptable and take control of their future. Let us Get him on the show. We're super, super pumped. What, 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 what? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Schwager, and welcome to Video Legend in the Making on LinkedIn, YouTube, and your favorite podcast. I believe one of the most valuable mediums in business is video. Videos that lead your audience and inspire them. Your journey to be a more purposeful and connected video legend starts now. All the way from Fort Myers, Florida, Jordan Paris, welcome to the show, brother. Man, great presentation and you bring the energy uh, and the swag. I love it. Thank you. Stop it! Stop it! I'm I'm looking for criticism from the from the gun from the expert. It's None an yet. impressive lineup. <laughs> it's an impressive lineup. Grant Cardone, Seth Godin, Kerwin Ray, with over 200 episodes. Take me through Growth Mindset University podcast. How did it come about? I don't know. I just started it uh, in uh, on April 18th, 2018. The uh, first couple episodes came out, and and it sucked, and it sucked for a long time. And uh, here we are 200 episodes later, 201 episodes later. And man, it's it's the joy of my life that there's nothing I'm more proud of. And there's just so much. I'm so grateful that uh, 
with with the results of it. I never imagined it would be like this. I had very middling hopes and dreams. Uh, I was it was just going to be an average show. That's what I was aiming for, and at best, and and uh, somewhere along the way, my ambitions change, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. What are you doing to get these types of guests on your show? <laughs> well, I'm asking. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's really the key. I I somebody whose podcast I was on uh, recently he sent sent me a, a great gift and uh, a, of an author a book from an author that uh, I interviewed on my show and he was like man I uh, you know I was like oh thank you man I sent him a nice voice message like it was a really nice touch and then he sent the voice message back like yeah I'd, I'd love that he wasn't asking me to I, I like I didn't I didn't get he, like he didn't just send me a gift just to like ask me to you know get this guy to be on a show like not at all I didn't get that vibe so I want to make that clear but this he was like oh I'd love to have him on my show and I'm thinking to myself like dude if you just follow the the philosophy that I teach in uh, my whenever I talk about outreach uh, specifically in the podcast world it's just ask that is at the core of my message with outreach. I mean, because I wasn't asking for a long time and uh, a friend in January of 19 encouraged me to really start taking more chances and asking these dream guests that I had on this list uh, to be on my show instead of waiting for some day years down the line, like do it now. And I said, ah, okay, you know, and then it took, took a couple weeks, two weeks before I really started acting on that, but I did. And the results uh, were fantastic. You know, you'll find even with no credibility, some somebody you just got to keep asking. Somebody's going to take a chance on you, though, and it just gets exponentially easier from there. Like, actually, Chris, you'll love to hear this. I I just I added an outreach service. Oh, cool format! I added an outreach service to Trend Up Media. It's an ancillary service. It's not the done for you podcast production. It's just in addition to it where you know you compile a list of 25 dream guests we reach out to them for you through your email account uh act you know pretending like we're you and i actually booked for a client longtime client my first client actually uh, he just added this service to uh and we booked seth godin for him it's just about asking dude yeah, and and he's. I mean, what what is it about like Seth Godin? Isn't he like the untouchable? I mean, what is he like? Uh, I, yeah, I got to know. I got to know from him first. Like right. In, in, so, in, in 2019, early 2019. So uh, so how? Yeah. Oh, so he he reached out to you? No, I I re, I, re, I followed up a year and a half later, almost two years later. And so, what's the? Is it is it all about composing the right? I mean, doesn't he like not? have emails or whatever well, like, yeah is it, he does do you, he does right. that's about all he has i mean he's i don't i don't think he ever logs into his own social media i mean the only way you're going to reach him is through email i'm not going to give his email out here but you can i mean you can find it and yeah i mean it's it's not i don't know it's you just gotta ask well, I'm look, and, I'm and, looking and, and follow the- up follow up in due time you know like Play yep. a long game. I, I waited a year and a half to reach out again. Yep. I knew that yep. all, all this time. I was like, all right, I'm going to reach out again at, at some point. 
So do you think Seth Godin's looking at this young bloke and he's going, yeah, right, you, what is it, 48 episodes? Like, who are you? You know what I mean? Um, there's nobody I recognize. Like, this, I'm just using a scenario here. You know. but there's nobody I know, uh, doesn't look established. How, how is he finding you and saying, all right, he's done, you know, almost 200 eps and he's, yeah. um, his, his reach is big. Like, is he worried or concerned about that or is he just going, hey, I'm just going to give up some time for half an hour and, and, and talk to this bloke? Well, evidently, I didn't have enough social proof, so to say, when I reached out to him the first time because he said, no, uh, I think that that was really the case. I was around maybe episode 70 and did not have uh, – that was when I really just started reaching out to these bigger names. Uh, so I really didn't have a lot of social proof yet. I was in the process of building it, and it didn't work. He said no. Uh, and but look, some people, Chris, regardless of social proof, will take that chance on you. I could name names, uh, uh, but I don't, I don't really want to, but uh, of people that, that took chances on, on me. I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, like David Meltzer took a chance on me. He didn't give a crap. <laughs> like He didn't care what I had. Uh, I interviewed the actually the biggest porn star in the world uh, on Valentine's Day. Um uh, controversial episode why would you have her on growth mindset university some people ask uh but people that people only say that who didn't listen to the episode people who listen to the episode are like oh that was actually like really good so um they didn't really care they took chances on me and um just made made things uh a john lee dumas i mean he kind of just says yes to everyone um so well, looking, we, Dan, people I'm looking there, there are people will take that will take chances I'm looking with, with down nothing. your list list of names, um, and I was just going, "Hang on, I'm, I'm missing something here." He's interviewed Seth Godin and Kerwin Ray, and I just couldn't find Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I know. <laughs> I, I'm not having to go, but uh, is this on the cards? Like, is is this one of these eighteen month know. cycles for you to to reach out, or you're just not interested? I'm not sure. He's uh, he's definitely very hard to reach. Uh, not that a lot of the people that have been on my podcast aren't. Um, I don't know. I'm not like – I'm not his biggest fan. Um, not to say I don't like him. I mean, I, if that's not the case either. I just – I have uh, – I, I really only interview people that I follow intensely and who's – whose books I really liked. Um, and I really don't care how famous you are. Like if, sure. if I'm just not, if I'm not already like naturally curious and like foaming at the mouth to talk to mm. you, to interview mm. you, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's whatever. I don't care what kind of blue check mark you got or mm. I like, I don't, I don't care, mm. man. Yeah. So, and look, the reason why I brought him up was, you know, um, if he asked, I said, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and look, you know, the, the the reason I brought him up was he he's kind of one of the very few podcasters that I've listened to that breaks the structure. And that really – and when I talk about breaking the structure, it's like one episode could be literally his iPhone in the middle of the boardroom table <laughs> and another episode could be, you know, it, it's just constantly changing. And, and, and it got me thinking, is there a – is there a structure that people follow? Because his philosophy is don't create document. What's your take on it? On what? 
on the structure of content, you know, like people obsess about this, particularly people that are new to podcasting. Like, all right, I've got to get the best microphone. I've got to, you know, have the bloody narrated intro. I've, you know, and they're, they're, they're trying to put all this together and then they realize that they're just dead shit boring and then people that are interviewed are not overly interesting or it's hard to sustain ongoing regular posting uh, podcasting. What's your take on structure? Is there a structure that needs to that you need to follow in in your professional business? Depends. And um, yeah, depends on the person. That's depends great on <laughs> depends on the size of the yeah uh, could fit everything. <laughs> depends on the size of the audience that you already have. If you have no built-in audience, I mean, you really have nothing to lose. Uh, that's what I had when I started my show growth mindset university two years ago, two and a half years ago. And got to add the extra half. It's important. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and so you're, you're, you still work on months, don't you? So you you should be like 28 months or something. Cause you're such a young guy. Uh, yeah, probably like 29 months. <laughs> good, good, good. At 28 months. You're right. Yes. So, <laughs> so the, the question was yeah like look if you have if you were like if you're like me you can grow as you go and figure it out along the way because you don't really have a reputation that's on the line like you have no built-in audience i mean you really have nothing to lose i had nothing to lose and so i didn't have a structure i didn't have a, a schedule i didn't really did i have an intro i don't know um i didn't like like I'd have three episodes come out one week and then I'd have one the whole next month. I, I didn't know who was going to be on. I didn't know if I, if guests were going to be on, I didn't really have the best equipment. Um, yeah, that's, that stuff really didn't matter at that time. Now, if you do have at least a little bit of a built-in audience, you have a body of work out there. You're not starting when you're 20 years old, the way I did, and uh, then, yeah, it's probably beneficial to have a little bit more structure, be a little bit more intentional about it and have a schedule and have your ducks in a row because your reputation's on the line. And if you put out something really crappy, then people are going to lose trust in you. It's going to be hard to trust you again. You can't put out like Apple can't put out a minimum viable product. It's consumers will lose trust in them for years to come and it's going to be really hard to get it back. So that's the way I think about that. So, yeah. Okay. And tell me, tell me more about, cause I, it, it's an interesting debate because there is a lot holding people back from doing something ego, what they think is reputation. And, and I've already had this discussion with some of our guests around their reputation and how it's being broadcast to the world and, and is it ego? You know, is it ego that's stopping people? Is it fear? Mm. Perhaps a little bit of un uncertainty. Uh, like to to get a a podcast on all these platforms like Apple and Spotify. I mean, it like how how in the world would I ever do that? But I mean, as soon as you sign up for a hosting plan with you know, Simplecast or Buzzsprout or Libsyn. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory and super easy to get on these platforms. And just though, but I think that the tools and tech and the software definitely overwhelms people. It's what I call the unknown variables. 
of podcasting. And if you can solve for those variables and have a little bit more clarity on those things, then it becomes a whole lot less stressful and much easier to move forward. Tell me a little bit more about how your business operates, because I think a lot of people would really benefit from not only your guidance, but the ability to growth hack potentially uh, this and get their uh, self. It's kind of almost like a quasi PR uh, exercise, but tell me, tell me more about how it works. Well, it's a done for you podcast production company. Right. So, so, so you would just, just, just go through the process Mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm, bit because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would still be, Oh, what does that mean? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, once we get the, episode in the form of, I don't know, maybe it's in a folder, maybe it's in the shared uh, file links, something like that. Uh, It doesn't matter however you want to get it to us. Once we get that in Basecamp, our project management software, then it sets in motion a whole chain of events like editing and editing the episode and uh, doing the post-production processing uh, and the uploading and the publishing and the show notes and uh, and the uh, episode art, you know, for every episode, uh, the publication on, you know, to a website, right, to say, um, oh, and the creation of marketing material, micro content, you know, so maybe depending on the package, three, four or five pieces of micro content per episode. And so, yeah, it sets like, literally we get that we get the we get the, the the episode and it sets in motion that whole chain of events and the client doesn't have to worry about anything else it's what i call record and forget and busy people love that it's so, music to their ears the record and forget so so it sounds like definitely you're conforming to that agency model but let's go right back to the start i don't like the word conformed oh <laughs> but i'm I guess sorry it's true i guess it's true it is I mean, well, I'm not saying it's okay not. so it so is. i'll just i'll just use my my uh, business as an example mm. uh we're you know doing little bits of marketing activities here and there we're referral we're getting referrals we want to start a podcast we see the benefit in podcasting we see the longevity in it we we uh, and you did it we don't know we don't know anything about it at this point we meet you and i meet and all of a sudden i learn all about your opportunities to to collaborate and do things together where does it start for us? Because is it about doing research on what other video companies are using podcasts? Do you look at, uh, you know, brand colors and say, okay, the the iconology around the the way that it presents in Apple Podcasts needs to be this color? Um, are you are you advising on content? Are you helping them bring on guests? Take me through right right from the start. How does it start? Sure. It's a lot of questions, <laughs> but Sorry. I boiling it down to one. How does it start? Hmm, how can I answer? Well, yeah, it's about getting the the, the branding in check for sure. Um, I mean, there are definitely, uh, I don't want to say definitely, but probably companies within your industry that have a podcast. I mean, why don't you? And uh, yeah, definitely getting the branding in check and, and getting a launch strategy in place. And yeah. Yeah, and just laying out that 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 runway for success. 
That's what I, I do like- when I sign on a new client. We we lay out the runway, and and you know, I, I signed on two people today, and I and I stress that you know they they've got all these like questions and and like oh how's what what's what about this what about that and and it's just like I you know I tell them it's okay like you can like it's safe to offload that stress off of your brain. I got it. I'm going to make sure that all of that's done. All those boxes are checked and that your product is a great representation of you. You can offload that, (laughs) you know? All right, just stop right there. We're going to hold on this episode. We've got a bunch more coming up next week. I'm really super excited. This is a really good topic. I just love it so much. I guess because I am podcasting and I'm in my early days and we're learning so much, both Brendan and I, about the whole process. But I just find it fascinating that, you know, despite people's impression of a video company going out and doing a podcast, uh, it makes sense to us. It makes sense to us because we want to be everywhere. We want to be in their hands. We want to be in their eyes. We want to be in their ears. And we want to be top of mind when they anybody thinks about video. We want to be there at the forefront. And this is another way for us to be able to do that. Um, we've got a long way to go by the sounds of it. You know, it seems like 70 or 80 episodes is the key number to getting some real action with podcasting, but we're committed to going the long haul. We think that the beautiful people that we invite on our show bring us so much value, not only to you, the listener, but also to us as we go on our journey. So it's kind of nice to kind of go on this together. That's why we do this. So go and head over to jordanparish.com. Go and listen to more of his stuff. He's just a a gun. He's interviewed some amazing people. And we only hope that we can ask those people at some stage to come on our show and be part of our thing. And stay tuned for next week's part two of the Jordan Paris interview. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much again for watching. If you're a decision maker or marketer of a small to medium-sized business with little to no knowledge of video and would like your questions answered via video conference, not a webinar, then join me at the next video marketing workshop. It would mean the world to have you register. Go to ridgefilms.com.au forward slash events and I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for watching.